Welcome to the Life After Life podcast, where we explore our soul's physical and non-physical journey. I'm Majana. Let's discuss angels, guides, and loved ones from the other side. Hello, friend. I have to tell you a secret. This is not Majana. It doesn't sound like Majana, does it? Well, this is Daniel DeNovi. I am a friend of Majana's. I am actually the host of the Align Self podcast. I'm also the host of an online summit called The Spiritual Adventure, a gathering of saints. Majana is one of my saints. A few days ago, I interviewed Majana, and we talked for probably almost four hours. We recorded only two of it. I am remiss I should have hit record right from the beginning, but I did capture some amazing material. Majana talks about her spiritual journey, the unfoldment of her gifts, the rejection of her gifts, and then reclaiming her gifts once she became a mother. She talked about the ins and outs of being a medium. Although she doesn't call herself a psychic medium, she is a facilitator. She's a translator, and she translates energy. In a couple minutes, I'm going to play you a clip from that interview. But before I do, I'd like to tell you a little bit about this online summit, The Spiritual Adventure, A Gathering of Saints. I've been aware for a long time now that many people are waking up. Consciousness is rising. Our conscious awareness is expanding as a collective. And many of you have been waking up, awakened, or in the process of discovering and seeking out new information, discovering more about your spiritual self. You're on a spiritual journey. I've been on my spiritual journey for over 50 years, but I really woke up in my 20s. But at that time, I didn't have any teachers, really. I didn't have any examples. I didn't have any references for what lie ahead. And, frankly, it was rather rough. After having a mystical experience, it took me the better part of 20 years to really integrate everything into a usable form. And so just before Thanksgiving, I got this idea to gather a lot of my friends, spiritual teachers, healers, psychics, mediums, people that I know that have been on the path for a long time. And I've interviewed each and every one of them. A dozen teachers in total, over 30 hours of content, and I'm releasing all the interviews and trainings between December 26th and New Year's Day. And access during this time is totally free. So to save your spot and gain access, go to yesdaniel.com. That's yesdaniel.com. How can you forget yesdaniel.com? Well, just to tease you with some of the topics we'll be covering, we're going to talk about psychic and intuitive development. We're going to talk about healing, sound healing, fifth dimensional healing, self-identity, self-concept. We're also going to explore boundaries. Where does the other person end and where do you begin? We'll explore near-death experiences, the world of dreams, dream travel, past life regression, the soul's journey across lifetimes. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's a lot more. And I have to say, since I've been on my spiritual journey over the last 50 years, I didn't think I was going to learn that much more. But I was humbled. Each and every interview, I picked up something new, a new perspective, a new idea, a different way of looking at the world or interacting with multiple dimensions of reality. I have to tell you, there's so much more than I anticipated. I'm excited to be presenting this to you. So as you listen to this clip, a clip of the interview that I did with Majana, consider registering today. And even if you can't show up during the 26th through New Year's, 
Sign up anyways so you can get access to an Encore presentation if we decide to do one in 2023. So without further ado, here's my interview with Majana. All right, this is Daniel Danovi, and I'm here with my friend Majana Dawn. And uh, we've already been okay, talking. On. Pardon? Hold on, sorry. I just go by Majana. Majana? Yeah. Yeah, the website. Not is... Queen Majana? Not what? Not Queen Majana? <laughs> no, <laughs> not that either. Yeah, yeah, All just right. Majana. Well, she has a website called MajanaDawn.com. And so we'll just go with Majana. And uh, the spelling, you'll just have to check it. It took me a while to to wrap my head around it. When I, it, whenever someone first meets Majana, it's always, how do you spell that? Right. How do you say it, it and how do you spell it? It just doesn't resonate with people. Uh, even my last name, you know, Dane O.V., it doesn't look like it sounds. And so people have much difficulty in translating it. Now, I first met you at the Center for Spiritual Living. You came to an event. Just check it out that I did for the DFW Ions. Yeah. And I can't remember when, but I think we both had an intuition then that we would be doing some type of training together. I don't necessarily think this is it. It could be part of that. I think there's more down the road, but that must have been six, seven years ago. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And so today, Majana, most people would consider you a psychic medium, but you don't use that term. You call yourself a... A translator. <laughs> and so you yeah. translate energy, you translate spirit messages. Right. Uh, you see dead people. I do. You talk to dead people. Um, you talk to guides. So you're a, a working medium. You, It's your livelihood. And we, we've already been talking for 50 minutes. So I, it's hard for me to realize what we've already talked about and what <laughs> I wanted to talk about. Because everything we talked about already, I want to talk about again. Okay. So why don't we start back at the beginning and just kind of tell people your journey into this. Have you always been psychic as a, a skill that you've developed over time? Okay. What's the story? The first time I remember talking or hear, hearing spirits and replying, I was three years old. And I remember specifically, actually, I would be three years and one month because my younger brother had just been born. He had just come home from the hospital. And I was awakened at night by somebody saying my name. And I remember it so vividly. And I, I just sat up in bed and I was like, I, because I couldn't see them, but I heard them. And my only concern was, what do you want? Because you can't have the baby. <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> I thought they might want the baby, but that was, I just kept saying, you can't have the baby. So uh, the next day I tried to tell my mother that, that there were ghosts in the house and she would have nothing to do with it. There's absolutely not. There was not, there wasn't, there wouldn't be. And every time I tried to prove that there was, she with equal fervor tried to prove there wasn't. Hmm. And at one point I needed to, I told her I needed to go to the restroom and she said, okay, but you can't flush the toilet because we have no water. Apparently the plumbers were there. Right. I said, I told you there were ghosts in the house. They stole all our water. <laughs> She still didn't believe me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so there were, I guess, many um, what I thought was normal. And you know, anybody that's just born with this would, thinks it's normal. Many sleepless nights as I was hearing conversations that really sounded like I was at a cocktail party or some sort of party with conversations on the other side, uh, premonitions and 
deja vus and, you know, just all the things. And through a series of events, when I was 13, I said, okay, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore because I felt like I wasn't getting all of the information. I had had a premonition that someone was going to be hit by a train, but it caught me so off guard that I kind of snapped out of it. And, you know, I was sweating and I was breathing hard. And and then I tried desperately to get back to see who, what, when, and where so I could stop it. And I couldn't. Mm -hmm. And then the next day, one of my close friends' sister was hit by train on her way to school. And I just remember her family coming and picking her up at school and saying, you know, what happened? And I felt horrible. I felt guilty. I felt completely responsible. And I that's why I thought, okay, if this is a gift, then I would get all the information so I could stop things from happening. And so apparently it's not, and I'm not doing it anymore. Luckily, the next day I found out she had just been treated and released. Um, it just tagged the rear end of her car as she tried to outrun it. But that was all. I was done. So hmm. I blocked for as much as I could um, for years. Very, very few things that I let come in until my second daughter was three years old. And she was sitting on the floor and held up a toy to the spirit standing in front of her. And the spirit went around behind her and she spun around to hold it up. And I was like, no. <laughs> And I was really angry about it. And I I, found, I said, okay, fine, fine. I will do this, but here are the conditions. And not knowing if I could set boundaries, um, I thought I, I'm going to try because I don't want it to be the same as when I was a child. And it worked. If I would have known I could set boundaries when I was a kid, life would have been totally different. So my biggest agreement with the universe at that point was, okay, clearly I'm supposed to do this. So if you need a voice, I will be your voice. I only give messages of love. If you, and and you need to, don't make me guess because I'm not going to guess and I'm not going to read signs. I need you to make it really clear what you want me to say. You give me the words and I'll just be the voice. And that really opened up whole new journey. (laughs) Things that happened before and then some. I have lots of questions there. So when you were younger, what would have been the support you that would have made a difference for you that would have made so, it easier? Yeah. Having someone to talk to really would have, I think somebody that had the same experiences would have been huge. Once I started realizing that everybody didn't, and I was nine years old when I realized that not everybody did this because and that, again, and something happened and it was a deja vu. And I thought I was doing this great thing by heading off this um, plumbing emergency because I knew it was going to happen. And my sister sat there just watching. She's actually my stepsister. uh, Watched the whole thing unfold. And then afterwards, she said very angrily. And she looked like she was looking at me like I had three heads and was spewing. And she said, there is something wrong with you. Normal people don't do that. Hmm. And left the room. And I literally was standing there going, do what? What did I do? Normal. I'm not normal. What's not normal? And I mean, I had no idea and I was devastated. So, um, yeah. So then at that point, try having a resource would have been phenomenal. I was wondering, you said at 13, you, you said, I've had enough of this. And 
I you you told me with the, the nine year old experience that it it had occurred to you that you weren't normal, like this was not normal because if you always experience it and it seems normal, right. you don't know it's quote unquote abnormal that most people don't experience it. So right. once you made that agreement, did you do anything to enhance? your communication, any training, any practices, any exercises? Did you train with anybody? I did not. <laughs> I think I was being very stubborn. Um, what I what I did allow was I just felt like, you know, I'm, I was really clear. I really don't want to do this, but whatever. Apparently I'm supposed to, and I don't, I'm really doing it because I don't want my kids to have experiences that I had. I want to be a resource for my children mm. and I want to be a buffer for them. So that is when I really, you know, as adult versus child and all the life experiences in between, I thought, okay, you know, information that I had received as a child, I never questioned where it came from because it never felt wrong. It never, you know, it, it always felt loving and positive and, um, you know, I, I was frustrated when I didn't get all the information, but it never felt like it was a bad, like it was coming from a less than loving source. Mm-hmm. So even when I walked away, I walked away out of frustration that of of my inabilities to see the whole picture to be able to prevent harm. So as an adult, I remember going into Barnes and Noble bookstore and I said, Okay, I don't even know. I don't even know about this stuff. But when I was a kid, you know, there was no Google. And I remember trying to find books. There was there was nothing, which made it even more confirm affirming to me that I was not normal because nobody wrote books on this stuff. It did, couldn't possibly happen to anybody else. Mm-hmm. So I, as an adult, I went in and I said, I went over to, um, I said, okay, I'm pretty sure that there's there, there are angels here. I had glimpsed uh, an angel. So I, I went over to books about angels and I just said, let me know, just let me know which books I need. And I closed my eyes and just, you know, ran my hand over um, the bindings of the books. And when something felt warm, okay, I need that book. So I walked out with three books that day. And then next time I went in, I was becoming curious about spirit guides. So I did the same thing with spirit guides, which I had never even thought of, heard of. So that was a whole process of enfoldment, um, enfoldment and um, awakening with spirit guides. That was very cool also. Hmm. I, the same way when I was, I don't, I, you know, I have no idea how old you are. But, uh, I don't most of the time either. I always have to do the math. <laughs> well, I just turned 62. And when I first started like, opening up to intuition and psychic ability, there, there wasn't, you know, Google, there wasn't, it wasn't commonplace in the, in the conversation in what I call the marketplace out, out there, you know, with the muggles and the ordinary people. Um, and so I really had to follow the breadcrumbs. And the universe was very cooperative. It, it it put me in situations and in conversations when I was ready for the next phase, the next level that I was I was supported. Did you find? And, and this is just me thinking out loud. And there is a little bit of sync issue here, and it it typically happens. You know, the voice in the video that happens when people start moving energy around and talking about the spiritual side of it. So we'll just go with it. 
I have a, a conversation with Della Rose on on Thursday, and she's the same way. Once she starts channeling, it fades in and out. The picture goes all wonky. But um, so this is me thinking out loud. When you were thirteen, because you were a little resistant to this, um, maybe you weren't getting all the information. Maybe you were blocking some of the information. And then when you saw your your daughter playing with a ghost, um, suddenly like you need to know. Like right. I'm open to it. And I think that's a big part of it. Wouldn't you say like your willingness to receive and, and not, like, we talked about it earlier, trying to get the information, trying to connect. Cause you and I think we both share the, the, the belief that everyone can be psychic. Everyone can tap into their intuition. Right. Yes. It, it, it's, it's just a natural part of who we are as a human being to have access to that. And that's one of the reasons why we're doing this summit is so people know that they can develop this skill. And it is a skill. It, I think yeah. having access to it at such a young age, you must have you know done something good in a previous life. You got ready for it. You were open for it. I didn't have that kind of experience till I was in my 20s. So it, it wasn't always there. So when you teach mediumship, and teach people to open up to their intuition. What would you say the biggest block is? Today, the biggest block is. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this was a teaser. This was a teaser. So to hear the rest of the story, go to yesdaniel.com and register today for my online summit, The Gathering of Saints. And not only will you hear the remaining interview with Majana, but you'll also get material from a dozen other spiritual teachers, healers, psychics, mediums, other people that have been on the spiritual path for a long time now, all designed to assist you on your spiritual path. So thank you for your listening. I will see you on the other side.